Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way Podcast. Podcast. One is the loneliest number that you ever seen. Guys, Two. welcome. <laughs> Two yeah. could be if you use this website that we're about to talk about later in the show. But guys, welcome to show number 102 of the Magic Our Way podcast. My name is Kevin. And I am Danny. And always with us, we have our travel agent, Lee. How you doing, Lee? Hello, Moeekins. How's it going? And we have our comic guru, Eli, in the house. How you doing, Eli? Ah, good. What's going on now? Good. What's going on? Good, man. There's a reason why I sang that song. Why is that? There's a reason why we sang that song. And the Moeekins want to know that we have, in fact, interviewed the guy from MouseMingle.com. We have. Yes, we got the scoop. We got, uh, uh, well, I'll talk more about it later after we handle the business, but just I just want to kind of tease that for all the listeners out there in the show. Um, on this show, yeah, we're talking about mousemingle.com. You probably heard about it. Um, if you are alone by yourself, <laughs> then this could help. Yeah. And if you're a Disney fan, this could definitely help. Yeah, if you're alone by yourself, don't mingle with your mouse when you can mouse mingle. Hey. Hey. Copyright, hold up. Write that copyright. down. Yeah, 2015. Uh, 2016. Sorry, sir. Where's the email address for Dave? Uh, uh, Dave at mousemingle.com. Yeah, that's, that's gold. Yes, that's, yeah. gold. That's, that's good stuff. So anyway, how's everybody doing? Great, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm enjoying the second show of the new year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here in 2016. Uh, this show's coming out right about where Race Weekend's going to be coming up. So well, this is like half really- marathon. Like our first show, almost. Yeah, I guess our, technically, yeah, this is our first show that we recorded in 2016. Yeah, mm-hmm. y'all look older. Yeah, yeah, 2016, y'all, y'all definitely look older. You're starting to show your age. Oh yes, mm. we mature like five. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, good sir. There you go. There you go. There you go. So anyway, guys, uh, shall we handle some business? Sure. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Magic Our Way podcast is a New Orleans-based Disney fan podcast. We are artistic buffs talking Disney stuff. I almost said we are electric buffs <laughs> talking Disney stuff. We're electric. Boogaloo. Boogie, boogie, boogie. That could be in your What's profile that? for Mouse Mingle, man. How's that? Eli is electric. Hold up. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Wow. Zap. Pow. <laughs> Pow. You can't feel him. He's electric. That's right. <laughs> Guys, we encourage the Moeekin Nation to be creative with us and let your inner artist come alive. Find everything related to the Magic Our Way podcast from social media links to merchandise at www.magicourway.com. Text us or leave us a voicemail at 1-815-MOEKIN. That is 1-815-MOEKIN. 669-4226. Well, guys, why should you listen to us? Well, we give you entertainment, we give you analysis, we give you we we ignore no one. We will explore any and every angle of any topic presented on the show, and we allow any and all opinions from our listeners to be presented. Mm-hmm. We want to be the all-inclusive voice of the Disney fan community. All right, guys, on Magic Our Way Podcast number 102, we'll be discussing some guest services things. We got some cue topics to discuss, and most importantly, We'll be talking with Dave Tavers of the MouseMingle.com website. Enough of the jibber-jabber. Let's go make some magic. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin around. Today in guest services, we start with Mr. Rick Swero, who just sent us a message in as we're recording. He says, and this is via Facebook, which is one of the ways you can get in touch with us. 
He says, looking forward to another great podcast. Only nine days until we are in the world. Thanks again, Lee. Thanks again, Lee, for the special package. <laughs> Lee Services Package. Lee That's Services right. Package. Massage the budget. Look at that. And it was special. Take care. That's right. Take care. And you'll be there nine days. Lucky son of a gun. Look oh, at that. well, we got to have him on afterwards to tell him yeah, to, to tell us all about the fun stuff he did. Yeah, Rick. So, yeah, definitely, man. Let us know when you're back and we'd love to have you on to give us a little trip report. Or, you know, if you want, we invite you to send some field reports. You know, just record it straight from your phone and email it in, man. We'll put it on the show or use our speak pipe. Or do a show intro. Or do a show intro. Absolutely. Yeah. Pick whatever attraction you want and then do it in Chief Wu style, man. Yeah. Well, we can't leave it all on Chief. No. You know? Yeah, he's a busy dude, man. He's a busy oh, yeah. dude. But yeah, we definitely invite you to do that. Who's next? Dr. Moeekin's on. Lisa Monday is down in Disney World right now as we release that show. So we'll just give her a quick shout out. Um, but she is down in Walt Disney World having fun, just like you said. And, and I'm going to shoot her a quick message, see if she'll do a show intro for us. Who's next? All right. And we got an email from uh, Mr. Mononymous himself, Richard Hercher. He says, hey, guys, just finished listening to episode 101. I'd love to join you guys for a chat sometime. When are you recording next? Question mark. Right now. Right now. Get on. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. We're not live. No. Oh, dang. But if you happen to hear this over this weekend, man, uh, we're, we're actually, if we haven't contacted you already, uh, we're hoping to get you on the next show, man. So just keep an ear out and we'll be in touch with you very, very soon. Yeah. We'll like start thinking what days work for you next week because this show should go out tomorrow and then we'll be looking to record next week. So if, if you're available at all next week and also... Let us know what you want to do. If you want to stick around all show, if you want to do a, a segment, whatever you want to do, we'll make it work for you because we've been dying to have you on. Oh, and this just in, Rachel Crowherter just wrote in a message that said, Let's, Get out of here. Yeah, it says, let Mr. Anonymous know. Let Mr. Anonymous Richard know when you want him to record with you. Right now. Right now. There you go. Call well, him now. This will be a, be a <laughs> mind freak when he goes back and he listens to this. Oh, yes, absolutely. We, we, we'll definitely get in touch with you and we'll have you on very, very soon. Who's next? Next up on guest services is me. I've actually got a comment because if I wouldn't, if I didn't have my own little podcast here or our little own podcast here, whatever you want to call it, yeah, I would have wrote into a podcast about this because I don't know if you remember this or not, but last year, Kevin, do you remember me um, telling y'all about how disappointed I was with the Princess Aurora Sleeping Beauty Castle yes. that we got for Christmas? Yes. Don't you know those suckers did it to me again? Oh, no. This very same Christmas, Disney disappointed my child one more time. Oh, my goodness. What happened? We got the Princess Elsa Castle. We ordered huh? it. It was shipped. It was like a, it was over $100 for this castle. Right, right. Pay over $100 for this castle. She gets it. She opens it. She loves it. Upon opening the castle, there's a, this little lever that allows Princess Anna to dance. Yeah. With Hans or, you know, Kristoff, uh, however she sees fit. Yeah. Whatever. Hans and Franz. If she's feeling bad or good that day, whatever, she could do that. But as soon as we open it up, wouldn't you know, the little piece that's supposed to click the characters into place yeah. falls right out of the box. Oh, it had already on. broken off. Come on. So we're like, okay, that's just a shipping thing. Something happened there. We super glue it on. By the time the glue dried and I said, baby, you can go ahead and play with it now. She picks up Elsa. I watched her do it. Elsa's arm falls right off. Really? By grabbing Elsa and picking her up, the arm fell right off. Wow. Cheap Disney quality yet again has ruined another lawless family Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Oh, man. Where did did these... 
Where are they shipping this from? Well, it's China. 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 Yeah. You can't Outsourced. blame China. I mean, those people, they never get to sleep. They, they, they <laughs> never get to sleep. They crack in the whip in that factory. <laughs> Yo, you put on the clip now. Now. Very, very tired. It's back please. to 60. No. What are you doing? <laughs> please. I just, uh, please, sir. No. Put my head down. Uh, Five minutes. I just want to rest, please. You're getting paid 16 cents an hour. Yes, I same tree. Yeah. Be cutting. <laughs> that blending of Japanese Chinese <laughs> culture was brought to you by the Magic Carway Podcast. And it was Asian Week once Asian again. Culture. <laughs> Starting 2016 off right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have offended my family. With the purchase of this frozen temple. Oh, Jesus. Well, oh, that's us, I, I cannot believe that they, they messed up her Christmas twice. I, that's terrible, though. It that's, really is. <laughs> it's the second time, and she's walking around, like, crying because it's like, uh, she thinks she did it. And it's like, oh. baby, I watched it happen. No, it's not that. It's really bad quality. I mean, these, wow. these toys are made for children. They're supposed to get beaten up. Right. At least make them last more than like a minute. Yeah, yeah. they, they can at least last. Can you at least give me a happy Christmas morning? Yes. That's all I'm asking. Yes. Happy Christmas morning. You have to just get a bunch of Legos now and just build a Lego castle that way. You know, it's 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 not like like we're getting a deal on these. It was over a hundred dollars. No, you hundred bucks. For hundred dollars, you're expecting some sort of quality. Yeah, hundred bucks. They should be alive. Yes. Dancing or a certain alcohol. amount of hardiness. You know. Yeah. I mean, come on. I yeah, agree. I it agree. is, but you know, Disney fix that. Yeah, yeah, don't traumatize children on Christmas. And also, if any other guy, listeners have had the same issue, I'm sure you're not the only one that's bought the toy. Maybe somebody else bought a toy for their kid. Did you have the same issues or mm-hmm. did you have other issues? We'd love to hear it, man. Let us know. Magic R8 gmail.com. All right, Mo Weekends out there in the queue. I saw this story and uh, it reminded me. I don't know if I'm a Haunted Mansion fan. I'm sure you all know that if you listen to this show regularly. And uh, Walt Disney was going to originally do a, a museum of the weird. Do you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So I read this story and immediately I'm like, this is a new segment. I mean, obviously we'll do it whenever it comes up, but this is. This qualifies as news of the weird. News of the weird. News of the weird. I'm going to read this to you now. All right. And I, I'm going to read it verbatim because I don't know how else to do this story. Broken toothbrush complaint leads to bizarre <laughs> Disney resort luggage hostage situation. What? <laughs> yeah. You it, didn't even make it through and Lee started laughing. It, it, it's because it's oh, I read it. It's hilarious. Okay. Oh, okay. I haven't read it yet. I'm, 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 yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going along for the ride. Yeah. Okay. Broken toothbrush complaint leads to bizarre Disney Resort luggage hostage situation. I would qualify okay. that as news of the weird. That yes. would be news of that the weird. Yes, it would. Weird, and uh, you yeah. got to see this, man. And, you know, again, we're not doing our Asian uh, contingency any favors here, but um, this is uh, the gentleman here. I'm going to turn around like Kevin and um, oh, Kevin that, and, and Eli are getting a peek of this that guy. That guy looks like he's all about business. Yeah, yeah. we'll post a link in the show notes so you can follow mm-hmm. along with us as well. Okay. The, the the first thing what's the first thing I thought when I saw his picture? Miyagi! The son on your cow? The coward. The son on your toothbrush? 
It's not okay. on your luggage. <laughs> I've been chopping toothbrush for a whole day. <laughs> you just on a Miyagi. Challenge me with toothbrush. Is that same toothbrush? Same <laughs> <laughs> toothbrush we use for you kids? Yes, same. I, same. Okay. All right. It gets better. You don't even know what kind of toothbrush it is. Wait, wait. This gets better. Oh, okay. there's more. I'm just going to read this, okay? And if it goes long, Kevin, edit it as you see fit. All right, all right. A complaint over a broken toothbrush led to a luggage hostage situation at Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas in Orlando. <laughs> That's very appropriate. Thank you. Staff mistakenly delivered 14 bags of luggage to the room of Taurus Satya. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing his name right. Satya. Satya Kamiawan. Kamiawan. Satya yeah. Kamiawan and his wife, Vani Gustamego. Gustimego, yeah. I guess she's going by her maiden name still. I can't say I blame her. Uh, who refused to give back the luggage until they were first compensated for a damaged Hello Kitty toothbrush. The Australian couple locked themselves in their room and insisted they would not return the bags until they were offered something in return for their broken toothbrush. The bizarre situation escalated further when staff gave up pleading after two hours and called deputies, according to the Orange County arrest report. A manager told officer that the couple were aggressive and confrontational when she contacted them about the mishap, the report states. The pair refused to open the door to police despite being threatened with arrest until Customigo opened it abruptly to, abruptly to reveal the bags on the floor. She then flew into a rage, yelling at the officers before Kernawawan <laughs> launched himself at one of them, according to the report. Wow. Launched. Launched. launched I'm thinking I'm I'm picturing like ninja type yeah, stuff that's happening, what, man. That's right. He's like, Miyagi! <laughs> Now y'all see y'all joke, but Bonnie <laughs> sweep the leg. The fight against tooth decay is no joke. Uh, just I, hear that. I, I hear that. I hear that. Yeah, you know, dental insurance high. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's I mean, right. That's know. right. That's serious business. So, wait. Respect the brush. Okay. <laughs> Respect the... Don't rush the brush. Don't rush the brush. <laughs> Especially when it's a Hello Kitty toothbrush. That's big time, though. You never Hello know. Kitty. It could be like a collectible, rare edition Hello Kitty toothbrush. So, so the toothbrush was in the luggage... And when no, they, it's not no, even his luggage. It's not his luggage. Mistakenly, like twelve or fourteen bags, of, which which was it, fourteen bags yeah, of luggage okay. yeah. were delivered to his room. Okay, and they came to get the luggage back, and they're like, "No, the hell with you! Y'all broke my Hello Kitty special edition toothbrush, and I'm not giving you your luggage back or opening this door until you replace my toothbrush." So, okay, so how do they know that the toothbrush was, you know, that broken before they? Well, I'm assuming it's their toothbrush. They use it every day. They would have known. People may handle toothbrushes, though. You know, you oh. got to get that. You know. I'm going by their word. You're right. Okay. They seem very stringent in their beliefs. I want him to. That Disney killed their toothbrush. Hello <laughs> so, Kitty toothbrush. Yeah, Hello Kitty Hello tooth. Kitty. Goodbye beat. <laughs> it's like that old song, you know, tug on Superman's cape. You yeah. don't spit into the wind. <laughs> you don't mess with a man's Hello Kitty toothbrush. You touch my Hello Kitty toothbrush. Now you must die. <laughs> That would make a killer movie. Like, that would know, be cool. Like, yeah. yeah. Like a diehard kind Something. of thing. What's you going know? on? What's going on? The you the got, yeah, hello kitty. You got the hostage. McLean. McLean. They're taking him hostage. My wife? No. My daughter? No. Your luggage. Green one. one. Not my <laughs> luggage. <laughs> Shit's on. Who's got, who's got my luggage? Timo Hama Hama Not Hama Wama And there go our Polynesian. Yeah, my weekends. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Listeners. <laughs> but he launched at the cop. Is and there more? to Hans. We will release the luggage. When you released our, our, our held bus. captors, the <laughs> seven members of the Asian Dawn. <laughs> you ask for a miracle, I bring you the Hello Kitty toothbrush. <laughs> With yeah. fine bristles. Like the golden child. <laughs> Roped a toothbrush. Do you uh, really think you have a chance against uh, gingivitis uh, in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> this could have been worse. This could have been Hello Kitty Listerine. Looks like the guy in Fort Wilderness that launched through that golf cart. Yeah, man. It's all about launching. Guys, so. these are the people that you are sharing rooms with. Just let you know. This could be your next door neighbor next time you check into the Polynesian, right. the lodges, And whatever. this happened, I was looking at the article, it happened at, uh, was it Disney's Animal Kingdom Animal Villas? Animal Kingdom Villas. Villas. It was a villa. It was a villa, yeah. Oh, yes. wow. So is there more? Is that, was that it? Because I know okay. we were just cracking oh. jokes, but... Oh, are they just because he launched the last because yeah. like the cliffhanger is he launched he at launched. the cop. Okay, well, where do you think this is going from him being launched at a cop? Uh, there's only two ways I would think. <laughs> okay. He either got tased, shot, or he fell flat from the tackle and it got arrested. Okay, <laughs> as he was restrained, restrained, Gus Domingo grabbed the hotel manager before hitting a security officer in the ear. So there's that fourth option that now his wife is beating up security. Wow, uh, she did the, the, the die mac on him. Yeah, she grabbed the hotel manager and uh, hit the security officer in the ear. Deputies arrested Colonel Wawin 49 on charges of battery of a law enforcement officer, grand theft and resisting. I don't know where grand theft came from. Grand theft. Grand theft and <laughs> resisting an officer without violence. He was taken to the Orange County Jail and released a short while later on bail. Gustamego remained at the hotel to care for the couple's children, according to the... Oh, there were children there. Yes. Oh. oh. They were probably like, get him, daddy! <laughs> it was his daughter's Hello Kitty toothbrush. Oh, well, yeah. see, that makes sense, yeah. you know? Yeah. Now you get that chance with that castle, you might launch at some people. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you've seen your little girl break down because her favorite toy, I mean... You know, you're already on edge when you're on a Disney vacation. Yeah. It's a lot of money. It's like, I'll be damned if I'm paying for an extra toothbrush. I, that makes a lot more sense because I was like, damn, that man really liked that toothbrush. But okay, it's not for his kids. Yeah. I, okay. Kids would, it re- would it really have been that hard for Disney to replace a toothbrush, though? I mean, seriously? Maybe it might have been like, to replace a Hello Kitty one. It might have been a hard to find toothbrush. Well, maybe they could have just slid under the door a toothbrush and, like, here, we're, we're negotiating. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> would you take an incredible whole toothbrush <laughs> <laughs> no Jim <laughs> man here's an, hello kitty toothbrush El gato hola here's an autographed <laughs> picture of Mickey and Minnie sir <laughs> will you take a fast pass for your for our 14 pieces of luggage no <laughs> hello kitty broken you disgraced me with such an offer <laughs> I launch at you <laughs> You must be launched now. <laughs> How dare you offend my family with such immature tokens. I want the toothbrush. <laughs> I spit on you. Yeah. And it stinks because I couldn't brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, oh, man. The baby was like, get him, daddy. I'm missing the bristle, daddy. Kick get him. Balls. Kick him balls. Get him in balls. I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. Yeah. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> spider monkey him, daddy. Just a po-po, daddy. So there you go. That wow, was wow. that was the uh, news of the weird segment for the week. Um, One quick thing. 
Yeah. And then the wife got to beat up on some people and she got to stay. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I guess they continued their Disney vacation afterwards. No word that they were evicted or wow. told they had to leave the hotel wow. or anything. I well, guess. it's cold for a man out here, huh? He well, launches, he gets arrested, she beats up two people, she gets to stay, and mm. they get to go on vacation. Like, what about daddy? Oh, daddy'll be fine. <laughs> He'll be fine, okay? Let's go on these fast passes we got here. Who wants to see the Magic Kingdom? Daddy's seeing somebody else's kingdom. Seeing the Iron Kingdom. Daddy'll be okay like did the toothbrush talk or i don't know i was looking for details on this toothbrush yeah. I, I could not find any details on the toothbrush i mean toothbrushes don't normally break so i wonder if it's like some fancy you know battery no, operated just thing made just like you. uh made just like danny's toys that he bought for his own maybe so same kind of quality yeah Damn. that's exactly right man you know, I I was pretty mad too. I would have launched myself at a Disney employee. I think. I guess it did. You ruined uh, Christmas again. <laughs> <laughs> this has happened too many times. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> this was the straw that broke the camel's back and the toothbrush. You broke my heart one too many times, Disney. <laughs> Damn you! I keep it all this luggage. I don't <laughs> love it. Don't all this luggage even think about equaling up to one good Hello Kitty toothbrush? Mm-hmm. How, how would Randy Ma- Macho Man Savage handle this? Oh, yeah. I'm going to go and fly off the top suitcase and just go ahead and put an elbow on you. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say we would eat a Slim Jim and forget about Savage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Probably go to the gift shop like yeah. any normal human being. He might. I don't know. But Randy, was he was off the chain, you know. Guys come in here and wreck my toothbrush up and they want me to just go ahead and leave the resort. That does sound like a wrestling angle, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Logan! <laughs> <laughs> it was one thing when you came after my title. <laughs> and you came for my toothbrush. <laughs> yeah, when you broke the toothbrush, you made a whole <laughs> new world of trouble for yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you've never seen a guy more pissed off than Macho Man Randy Savage without his Hello Kitty toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> the suitcases stay here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> toothbrush on a pole match. Toothbrush suspended in midair. They got to stack suitcases up to get to it. Yeah, and whoever gets the toothbrush is to use it on their opponent. <laughs> they get to brush it to opponent's teeth. <laughs> I just booked next year's WrestleMania. Thank That's you. Awesome. There you go. Copyright Magic Railway 2016. I would, I would see yep. that too. All right, guys. And uh, the last thing in the queue here is kind of a bit of old news, but we never got a chance to cover it because we did three shows pretty much back to back covering our trip to the world. So we... we we were kind of recapping that when this happened, and you know, a lot of times we can sit here and be negative about different aspects of Disney World that we find to be a little lacking, places where we think they could put in more effort, but just to show that we try to be fair from time to time here and there. Uh, the three Caballeros animatronics added to the Mexico ride at Epcot, that happened out a month after we left there, and when I saw it, I was so happy that they did this. It was such a great addition I always felt like, because when you go through El Rio de Tiempo, which is, I, I did not like the three Caballeros taking over El Rio, El Rio de Tiempo. Mm-hmm. For one reason, one reason along, I liked the song. Yeah, the song was great. I do miss that song. I do miss that song. It was very catchy. It stayed in your head. I liked the song. But then there's that part where you get towards the end there, and 
there's a scene where you have some animatronics there mm-hmm. that were taken away from us. Right. In its place, what you got were the... the uh, yeah, it's like a movie shot of the Three Caballeros. Exactly. When they originally switched over, yeah. So the idea being as when they finally got to Donald, you know, I like the yeah. fact that they've added the animatronics now and that they you actually see them physically there performing. And these animatronics were from the old Mickey Mouse review show yeah. that was over in Japan. So... um. Yeah, I couldn't have been happier that to see them add this to it. So I just wanted to go ahead and give a little love to that. Yeah, no, that's great. I look forward to when I go back, whenever I go, end up going back to check that out, man. Because that just that just nothing but good. All right, guys, here we are on the Magic Our Way podcast, and we're sitting here talking to a person who's developed a service that'll be very beneficial to a lot of us Disney fans. Well, maybe not any of us on the show, except for maybe Eli, because Eli's probably the only single guy on well, the show. Well, definitely Eli. Well, definitely Eli. He is the only single guy on the show. There's no there's no if, ands, or buts. That I am. All right. So here on the show today, we have the founder of what you may have been hearing for the past couple of weeks of a website called mousemingle.com. We have a man by the name of Dave Tavers. How are you doing, Dave? Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Uh, we've been very excited about to learn more about what you got going on. I know I'm really excited to chat with you. <laughs> I am too. Can I just get this out of the way? I've been yeah, waiting to right, say this right, to this man right. since he's been on the line. This is one of those ideas that when you hear that somebody has put something like this together, it's like, wow, this is such a great idea. How come this hasn't been done before? Yeah, it's like, how long has a Disney fan community been around? Exactly. <laughs> Nobody's done this? <laughs> For you to be the first to really come up with this, this is one of those things that was so, like, when you hear about it, it's so obvious that this should have been done a long time ago. You're like, wow, this man really tapped into a market that everyone knew existed, yeah. but no one figured out a way to pull everything together. So kudos to you, sir. This is one of those things you hear about it immediately and you understand that, yes, there is no further explanation needed. You fulfill a great service. I'm trying. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, it's like, yeah, these are a bunch of people that understand us. <laughs> we know what's going <laughs> yeah. on. We can and talk Disney say, with them. Many months are many months of, of really focused and dedicated work. And I talk to a lot of friends. Uh, I've been in software for a long time, so most of my friends are geeks. And mm-hmm. everybody was supportive, but you know, most people are not big, giant Disney fans. And there was always a question. I, I really thought that this was going to be a really slow burn and have to really work at trying to get people onto it. So it, it took off really quick. It was, oh. it was fantastic. So D- Dave, are you like the size Sperling of this thing? Like you like like the hair club for men. You're not just a uh, you're not just a founder. You're a client, or, or are you married? No, I'm single. Oh, that, so he, that's where it all started. Okay, was oh. 2011. It was actually uh, I had been. Geez, I'd started doing online dating in the late 90s because mm-hmm. I've been in I've been in internet and software since the early 90s and okay. by the late 90s I'd started doing it by the mid early mid 2000s I'd gotten burned out just had too many bad experiences and kind of gave it up and then by 2011 some other some other geek friends from Seattle were here at the park with their kids and I was hanging out with them and as with most of my friends, they're like, oh, why are you still single? Why don't you try the online dating sites? And I said, I've, I've been on all of them. and I, I do them, but none of them have questions about, you know, do you have an annual pass? And what's your favorite attraction? <laughs> and, what do you like and to I eat? Had, <laughs> and I had thought of the idea at that point. I, you know, I told them, I said, I thought it would be kind of cool to do a dating site for Disney fans. And, and they said, yes, absolutely. You got to do it. So this was back in 2011 when this kind of all generated? Yeah. I, I registered the domain that okay. night. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Smart. How, how long have you been around? Uh, December 1st. <laughs> okay. I was about to say, because you really just launched. So for between 2011 till December 1st of this year of, is when all this kind of developed. So well, and, now, at any point in that three, four year time span, were you like nervous that somebody else was going to do this? No, well, I didn't. It wasn't actually that long. I was working on it. I had registered it. I thought about it, but then I got really busy with work. Oh, okay. And I have far too many hobbies and interests, and it was between here and Seattle. I'd kind of bounced back and forth a couple times in the software industry, and didn't focus on it until April of this last year, um, when I came back from Marceline, Missouri. I went out there to see Walt's hometown and spent about ten days. And when I came back. Um, I was listening to a, a, a tech podcast and they started talking about online dating sites and I just, something clicked and I said, okay, I have to focus on Mouse Mingle and get it done. So I oh, started wow. in April and launched in December. Marceline, wow. that's almost kind of like your muse. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, what, yeah. Walt said, you got to mm-hmm. do this for my people. And it's like, there it is. Marceline, I, I, that's cool. amazing. I will absolutely let you make that comparison because it was a special, <laughs> that was a special trip. So tell us about your Disney fandom. You grew up in California. How far away are you from uh, Disneyland? Now I'm in Culver City, but I lived in Anaheim for a couple of years. I okay. grew up in Covina, mm-hmm. um, went a lot. During the early 2000s, I started going to the park as an AP and ended up talking randomly to one of the tour guides at near main entrance. And mm-hmm. I had some questions and I had done some research and reading about the history of Disneyland. And he said, oh, you should become a tour guide. And that planted the seed. That was Eric Peisker. I still remember him. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, How old are you at this point? Uh, thir- I don't know, 30, 30, 30 something, something like 30 that. 30 something. So, so yeah. you, you got you got into the Disney thing late, would you say? Or has that always been there? Um, Your fandom, at least, you know, where you started just like... Well, is- you guys know there, there wasn't really fandom until, you know really hardcore until six or seven eight years ago mm-hmm. yeah well that's when the online community and stuff came online but before that you sure. had the news groups and you had yeah. guys that would join like the disney like i go back way to like i was three i was nuts you know <laughs> I, was, I, I did the disney key they had a gold club thing you could get a gold card it, it just it just went you know i had the disney news newsletter uh, magazine business you know and so, you know, I'll go back a long way with this thing. The community, I guess, yeah, you're right, just really started gelling when podcasting and the news groups started transitioning into the more communication side of things. Right. Um, we could start to talk to each other. You know, we start to find yeah. each other more easily, you know, than, right. than, right. than we were. Like, the news group thing was cool, but it was uh, tough, you know, to yeah. navigate if you didn't know what you were doing or what well, you were looking for. Well, and that was really for. only for, for geeks, right? right. For people right. who really could figure out how to use the stuff. Right. Well, then on top of that, now you're dealing with a, a group of people that automatically going into it are family people. So, I mean, the, yeah. the, uh, the, you're talking about a, a subgroup of a subgroup mm-hmm. where <laughs> you're dealing with family people that also, <laughs> you know, are single. Right. Um, right. So, I mean, to, to take and, and get on a, a fan forum, you're more than likely you're talking to people who have children who, who have taken them to the, so they're probably married or yeah. have been someone you know, with somebody at some point in time in their life. So, I mean, this is, this is great. I, this is one of those ideas that you hear it instantly. Like, I wish I would have known you. I would have invested in your idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I'll go back and say my for and I'm just like you guys, my first AP was like $179 for the premium. Oh God. Have mercy. You know, the, the park, would, I, you could go pretty much any day and the park was empty and, <laughs> oh, and you know, and it wasn't, and then that, then I ended up getting a job in the park and mm-hmm. loved every minute of that. As a tour guide, I yeah. Well, I start. They wouldn't back then. They would not let you transfer or go directly into guest relations. You had to work the park first. So okay. 
I had applied and, you know, at, at TDA, they do the interview mm-hmm. and she said, oh, we've got a great position over at DCA. And I said, <clears throat> not interested. I, I want to work at Disneyland. That's the park. Walt was <laughs> right. there. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, well, we'll let you know. And then they said, okay, well, we know you want to go to guest relations. You have to work in the park. So how about Autopia for attractions? And I was like, hey, it's an opening day attraction. I'll take it. Yeah, so that works. Went to Autopia and picked up a ton of guest control shifts, phantasmic parades along with Autopia. And it was fun, but you know, I was already, you know, late twenties, early thirties. So I had a whole career before Disneyland. I was not right. a kid. Right. Um, I was, I spent many years at Microsoft. So, you know, my level of, um, what I was willing to put up with was a little bit, right, <laughs> right, right. bit smaller. Yeah. So, uh, and I didn't, you know, I just wasn't into playing the game. So I did after about four or five months, I transferred to guest relations and they they took me, I should say, that I basically begged to be a tour guide. They took me in. Uh, I spent several months doing guest relations training, answering phones when people would call Disneyland, learning all the answers to everything as much as possible, mm-hmm. uh, and then just worked as hard as I could to become a tour guide for a walk in Walt's footsteps. The, oh, that was oh, the history man. tour. That is, that's, that's one tour I haven't taken yet, but I, well, next time I head out what? there. What? I, I, I know, <laughs> I know, I know. That's the tour. I know. I live over here. I have a lot of family over in California, especially around like uh, Orange County, Cerritos and all that kind of business. And so it's, it's like, you know, I, I need that just, you know, I just need to go visit my family. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> right. We're uh, from Louisiana primarily. So, I mean, we're probably over at the, the Walt Disney World um, property <sighs> like three times a year. Got I can it. probably count the amount of times we've been to Disneyland on one hand. Yeah. And uh, it's unfortunate, I know, because I so totally rather the Disneyland over the Magic Kingdom in in Orlando. I mean, I love Disneyland. Yeah, I, I was there last year, and I just, I just, you know, just, it's been just, two years for me, and I was hoping awesome. to go this this coming year. Um, wow! So you've actually been in Walt's apartment. I was actually an apartment host, so I got to be oh, a person wow. that just sat up there for eight hours as a you know to to watch the place when VIPs were coming. Oh my gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> I've got a picture of me much skinnier than I am now, just <laughs> posing in the apartment. And it was a really wonderful experience to be an apartment host where, mm-hmm. you know, you're watching over things um, when people are coming up there. And uh, I have fallen asleep sitting on the couch because <sighs> pe- nobody showed up. I've sat there and read every Disney book I could find in, in the apartment and just watched people through the window, honestly. Just stood and watched and, and waited for VIPs to show up. How wonderful is that? Have you been in Club 33? Many times. I, I, <laughs> I had a, I've had a couple of good friends that were members, and I took full advantage uh, every chance Absolutely, I got. Yes. Um, You're killing I, us over here. Wow. <laughs> I, I've been very lucky, and I, I do not at all mean to name drop or uh, you know try to be overly fancy. It's really been fantastic. No, dude. You're building your credibility amongst the, the <laughs> Disney fan community about. because, yeah, shoot, there's not a one of us that – didn't wish we could step foot inside there. Right. Quick question. While you were in Walt's apartment, did, did you ever feel any weird, like, to get freaky, spooky or anything, like like a presence or anything? Was <laughs> it like, just curious, you know, it's like, you know, I wonder if Walt's essence is here or just um, whatever. Just kind of just the no. heebie-jeebie thing. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing creepy at all. Uh, honestly, it's more of just a, I'm a big a history fan of Disneyland of the mm-hmm. park and I'm a big Walt Disney history fan. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'd read a lot about him and I'd done my studying and uh, just as a big fan, I, I felt, I definitely felt very special being, getting to just be in there by myself many hours, uh, many times 
and and that's just that's a very special feeling it wasn't creepy weird of Walt's spirit or anything but you know Walt's spirit is is there at the park absolutely yeah yeah, yeah that I, I i can only think it has to be like a a feeling of awe that's the only thing i can, I can barely to get yeah. it out mm-hmm. just thinking about it you know just to be in there and just like know that yeah he was there i mean you know yeah. i mean come on and he was overlooking his park you know? right just, yeah. just surveying things and just like, you know, that's where it, the man did his stuff, you know? It's yeah. Well, I was going to say, having having been into some of the, the backstage areas over the luxury apartment that never was, I never felt that same way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, about the, you know, Above Pirates was right. going to be the luxury apartment. And I, because the Walking Waltz Footstep Tour ended up there with the guests, mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time backstage uh, upstairs in the, in the back part of what was the apartment. Uh, and I never had that same kind of feeling there because I think because Walt never made it there. You know, that was yeah. that was to be and it never became. And how long did you stay in that position? <sighs> you know, I don't remember. It was, a, it was only a couple of years. I mean, okay. there are people that have been in guest relations for decades. Uh, I was not there that long, okay. but I took every shift that I could for mm-hmm. that tour. Um, sometimes I if I could, I would do back to back. And that was a three and a half hour walking tour with the guests and I loved when I had the chance to do two in a row because I I could just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and when people are really good and interested and they listen and they ask questions that was magic Mm -hmm. getting to you know really getting to dig in and when somebody asked a question I didn't know I would say I don't know but I'll find out for you and then uh, if they were really interested I would email them back or uh, they would hang around and go ask another tour guide and if nobody knew I I would go research as much as I could to get answers so we have we had a very strict script but there was lots of other stories that when someone would ask a question I could go on and on and on more than I was supposed to about uh, the things that I had learned and read and as a, I'm a history nut in general, not mm-hmm. just for Disney, but for some other places. And I always say that history is interpreted by whoever yeah. writes it. Uh, unless you have a time machine and you go back, there's no way to know positively. And even, you know, in the recent 50, 60 years for Disneyland, it, unless you're Diane Disney or somebody that really knew Walt, there's no way to know. Right. So I, right. oftentimes people say, well, what would Walt think about this or that? I say, nobody will know. Maybe, you know, maybe <laughs> yeah. Diane, maybe Lillian, but yeah. nobody else really knows. It's all speculation. Wow. So I'll tell you what, uh, and I hate to, I hate to ask this, but I kind of have to ask this. Okay. I mean, if I can take you back just a little bit. Yeah. Can you, can you give us maybe just, just a little short one. What was your favorite story to tell while you were doing the behind the scenes tour that maybe not none, none of us really know about? Something that, you know, the Disney fan community night, you know, oh, nothing possible. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> uh, you're saying if you're saying something the Disney fan community doesn't know about, I, I don't think there's anything. I mean, no, there's no. something so lesser known. Your favorite. I mean, this is a good one. Yeah, your, whatever your favorite was. Yeah. Uh, well, most people didn't get it. But one of my favorite things on the tour was talking about the Monsanto House of the Future. Ah, uh, yes. I, I don't know why years ago I got really interested in that because, you know, it's a giant piece of plastic with mm-hmm. everything inside was made of plastic. Right. And part of that place is still there. It's the foundation is they never tore out the foundation. So there's this giant concrete block that's right next to King Triton's uh, uh, fountain. I, I, it's next to Pixie Hollow now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's right. It's there. You can walk up, reach your hand through the bushes and touch it. And that's a piece of, you know, an original 1950s, 1960 attraction that most people don't know about, don't remember, don't care wow. about. I always love taking people over there and pulling the bushes back and saying that right there is part of 
the Monsanto House of the Future. Okay, I got, I got to look for that. Next yeah, time. you, uh, said, that, that, uh, you nah, just did it. it. Like You got to realize here, like we're mostly Disney World based. There's right. a lot of Disney World fans that wouldn't have ever thought to know to look for that. So now I'm going to go dig in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> kind of I'll throw out one other that I really like. Um, sure. Let's see if you, now I, I know you guys are Disney World, not land, but mm-hmm. do you know what year Disneyland's Tomorrowland was modeled after when it was built in 1955? Mm-hmm. I thought it was like the 80s. That's good. You're right. So it was 1986. Okay. And the second question is, do you know why they picked, why the Imagineers picked 1986? That's okay. I'm sure you don't know. I would say hardly anybody ever, and I ask that question hundreds of times. Okay. Uh, supposedly, and again, I you know I try to preface this is not fact. I never got this from a an original Imagineer, but supposedly they picked 1986 because in the 50s they they knew that Halley's Comet was coming back around the Earth in 1986. Oh. So that, oh. That was a futuristic thing. So they chose 1986 to model after in 1955. And to top it off, at the top of the Astro Orbiter, Mm -hmm. which is right there at the entrance of Tomorrowland, you know, that's a big moving kinetic sculpture as the as the rockets go around. At the very top, if you look, there is a what you could say is a Halley's comet uh, at the very top of that that piece of artwork. Oh wow, really cool. <laughs> so those are two of my those are two of my favorites. I, I could go literally, I could go on and on and on about all kinds of stuff in the park. You know what? I just I, I'm glad you said that because that just gave me a great idea for another show. That may, hopefully, we can have you on later. You sure. can take us on a virtual Disneyland tour through the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you now know? keep in mind, I, I have not done that tour in a really long time. <laughs> That's okay. We've never been on it. <laughs> you can make it however you want it to be. You know, and then my yeah, my former tour guide friends will listen to it and say. <laughs> What a jerk. Yeah, that's not true. That's wrong. <laughs> and this, folks, is the kind of conversation you won't get at FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> Only at Mouse Mangle. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That would be great. Well, now, now I've got to say, uh, sincerely, being a tour guide, absolutely amazing. My entire life, that will be one of those things that I'll never forget and I'll always enjoy talking about. But the second thing that I did at the park, which really was magic for me, uh, is that I got to be an engineer on the steam locomotives. Oh, look at you, man. <laughs> so wow. I got two of the best jobs in the entire park. So, so which they, one was your engine? Well, all, we drove all five. You drove all five? Really? <laughs> yeah, it's, oh. a, it's a rotate through. Oh, so we, see, that's cool. I didn't know if y'all just got one particular one you had to work on and <laughs> drive around. or. And, awesome. and again, for me, as a well, I grew up as a train fan. My, my grandmother worked for Amtrak my whole life. My grandfather was a conductor for Amtrak. Mm-hmm. I had trains all grown up. So uh, when I quit uh, guest relations, uh, just a couple months later, there was a posting for uh, for a fireman, which is uh, an engineer, the guy that stokes the fire on the locomotive right. yeah. um, that my buddy at the park told me about. So just a couple months after I left, I came back, interviewed, got the job, and I was just elated because now I got to play with full, you know, narrow gauge, full size locomotives mm-hmm. that, you know, Walt Disney actually ran and played with. <laughs> now that goes all the way back to Carrollwood, right? His backyard rail. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was so, specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. So how long did you get to do that uh, position or how long okay. were you in that position? Uh, you know, again, I don't know if it was a year, year and a half. I, it was, it's been a while, you know, that was in the, I left in 2007, I think. Mm-hmm. And I had a great time, but the, the reality was, as much as I loved it, I had been in software for a long time and I, you know, I had clients, I was doing consulting and I had other opportunities that were more of a long-term path. 
and I would have worked at Disneyland for free. I, I begged to say, <laughs> I, literally, I begged them. I said, can I please work Saturday, Sunday, and every single holiday, and I won't ask for days off. And they said, nope, if you can't work five days, you can't work here. Oh, wow. Oh, man. <sighs> Not that even was, seasonal? Was, you couldn't even get a seasonal thing after a certain amount no, of time? No. I mean, oh. this is right after 2005, after the 50th. And right. I, I don't know what all the politics were, but I, I was... It broke my heart, but I, I had to do it because even though I was working way too many hours at the park, you know, when you have a software background, you got to stay doing that. If you don't use it, you lose it. Yeah, it makes sense. I hear that. It makes sense. And that, that brings us to uh, Mr. Ivory over here to kind of segue you back towards... Use it or lose it. <laughs> <laughs> you so, should have <laughs> To bring you back towards your current project here. Now, Mr. Ivory over here is a single man looking to find love. Looking, looking out there for. I mean, and obviously he's a he's a Disney podcaster, yeah. so yep. he definitely has a, a an interest in the subject. It was at Disney World with us, like what, but a month and a half month ago, and a half yeah. ago yeah. Month, month and a half ago. ago has been there at least uh, four to five times with us. I mean, uh, so tell us. All right, so Eli wants to sign up for your service. Tell us how it works. Uh, I'll be honest. This is not. It's not unlike every other dating site out there. You. You create a username and a password, you upload a profile picture, and then you answer a bunch of drop down, you know, drop down list questions, you check some boxes, mm-hmm. and then you gotta you gotta search. You know, you get out of it what you put into it. Right. Uh, the the difference is that rather than, you know, a hundred questions about uh, you know, would you, if you were given ten dollars, would you give five to somebody else? And what's your favorite sport? And how many times have you been to a basketball game? Oh, yeah. These are all questions. Do you have an annual pass? What's your favorite attraction? What's the, what's your favorite park? Even if you live closer to one, you might have a favorite that's another. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you a, a Pluto person or a, you know a Cheshire cat person? Uh, <laughs> do you so, like turkey so, legs? Do you like turkey legs? No, I don't know. I don't think that's on there. I've actually been criticized because that there's too many uh, questions. It needs on to there. be. Oh, turkey! You be surprised. Hold up, that you that see? Turkey leg is more of a Disney World thing. I would. Oh think. no! Is it? Uh, no, no. Well, I, th- I think it's in Disneyland too. No, no. I know it's in Disneyland, but I think it's more of like when you're on that meal plan as something that can sustain you for the entire day. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, in Disneyland, you can get one for twenty-seven dollars, and it'll last you the day. Have oh, mercy. really? What? No. no, it's not. I'm joking. You know. Okay. <laughs> they're just expensive, but yeah. I'm picturing are, like a they, big old turkey leg. They must soak those things in something because they taste way too good. Mm. I had one this past trip. It was very enjoyable. I yes, enjoyed it was. It. It's the first time I had a turkey leg in a long time. We had to chase <laughs> it down too, right? Because, I mean, everywhere you thought it was, it wasn't. Yeah. No, they, yeah. They, they moved the carts on us. That, that's absolutely true. They moved yeah. the carts on us, and then we had to go chase that down. And then they, they got rid of Kevin's well, yeah, pork shank. It started yeah. like this, Dave. It's like, I love the pork shank that they had a guest on staff in Walt Disney. Have you been to Walt Disney World like in, recently? Uh, no, I've been twice, both okay. times for 10 days with other friends from the park, and it okay. was fantastic. But mm-hmm. we really took our time and relaxed and did not end up getting a turkey leg or a pork shank. But that sounds delicious. Oh, the pork shank was great. I enjoyed it. You know, and, and we show up in this past trip and we asked a cast member, disappeared, gone. They got rid of it. First, <sighs> I don't, for, I, out of blue, don't know why. Just, I guess they just, it wasn't a good thing. And then, of course, okay, Haters. can't get a uh, pork shank, so I'm going to go get a turkey leg. Next specs thing, at least in, in my book. Go to Frontierland where they usually have the turkey leg cart. Yeah. Not there. 
ended up moving it. They're doing some construction work and stuff, some remodeling things around country bears and all that. Moved it to Tomorrowland. What sense is a turkey leg making Tomorrowland? <laughs> other than the tea. I'll give you know. Because you the tea. Because you're so stuffed that you'll fall asleep and then wake up. You know, in yeah. tomorrow. It'll be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. you, you get the itis. It. It's tomorrow with the turkey leg. Turkey itis. That's it. Yeah. So I've been. So it was my quest to find a freaking turkey leg on this trip. You know, and where did I find one? It was in uh, the Toluca Turkey Leg Company in MGM Studio. Hollywood Studios, sorry. Uh-huh. Um, so it, yeah, that's the that's where I found it just before we got on Rock and Roller Coaster. So that was enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it was delicious. It was very very good. So sorry, Absolutely. I didn't mean to derail it. I just you know, no, that's great. I got on Turkey Leg. And I was just like, well, let me ask you this question, Dave. All right, so back in Disneyland. Uh, so what's your? What, do you have a favorite snack? Well, up there? yeah, honestly, the corn dogs. That's mine. That's that's, that's Dude, Danny's favorite. Snack. That was me and my wife. That's what we did on our last night in Disneyland. We went to Frontierland. We had corn dogs, and we just sat out. Uh, loved it. Absolutely loved it. Very very. I nice. like the the red the red car next to the old red wagon inn. All right. So while we're asking, we're we're answering questions now uh, right, about so you know, who we are as people. In order to match, so you're you're matching us up with people. Or are we just entering forums and speaking? What what would Eli be doing? So right now, and again, we've been open all of 29 days, mm-hmm. uh, and I did not expect the kind of reception that we got. So you know, I could have told a- you that y'all were going <laughs> to be. I wish I had money to invest. I was going to be, these guys are going to be huge. the minute I heard that y'all were out there. It's the very first yeah. thing I said to Gavin. Hey, these guys are going to be huge. Yeah. <laughs> well. It's gonna. It, it is taking a lot of work, and it's gonna take a lot more work because there's a lot of things I want to fix and change and make better. But again, I I thought this was I was gonna have time to do it, and all of a sudden, thousands of people there are signing up, and wow. you know, there's a lot of things that I that I wanted to do differently or better. But in the software world, it's it's called agile, meaning you ship and then you fix along the way. And not everybody appreciates that. We've all complained and, and, and been upset with Facebook because they do things that are weird. But, mm-hmm. you know, they generally will put something out there. If, it, if it's broken, it'll be gone the next day. And then they fix it and it comes back in a couple of weeks. They've got millions, hundreds of millions of dollars and tens of thousands of people to work on it. It's just a couple of people on this side. So for Mouse Mingle, you know, we are making changes. We're trying to make it better. We're working on a lot of things. And uh, and it will get better, but for now it's you know a fairly simple site. You yeah. answer some questions, and then you got to send messages and send the winks and and actually communicate with people. And hopefully, with Disney being a, a you know a big common interest, mm-hmm. that will bring people together to say, hey, let's you know let's meet up at the place down you know around the corner. Let's uh, you know let's plan it plan that plan the next me, time yeah. we're at, at a park, yeah. we can you know get together and go on a ride and see what happens. So now, this is. This is not just for Disneyland and Disney World people. There are people all over the country, all over the world that are signing up. And wow. we all know, I mean, I, I, where do you guys live? We're in New Orleans and Lee's in Houston. There you go. So yeah. you guys don't live anywhere near a park, but you still live it and you love it mm-hmm. and you travel to the park. So that's what my hope is, is that people will connect through Mouse Mingle and then on their next trip, they can, you know, schedule it together and say, hey, you know, we're not going to go together. We're just going to be there at the same time. Let's go hang out for a couple hours. Right. Well, that's one thing you recognize from doing these shows is that you have a lot of people, you get a lot of fans writing in that look forward to those one or two times out of the year where they can get down there. And when they get down there, I mean, it's like they try to meet up with as many different friends that they've networked with as possible. Yeah. Which is another reason why, again, why I thought this was such a great idea. Um, so, well, and... Th- and to say a little more on that is I didn't want Mouse Mingle. And if uh, if you look at the logo, the heart is pretty subtle. 
I didn't want this to be just a hardcore dating site. So that's mm-hmm. why, you know, dating and marriage are two of the checkboxes of what you're looking for. But friendship and park pal are the other two options because I, mm. I do want this to become a place where people can, you know, join the site and there's not high pressure. This is not eHarmony where you got to pay a huge amount of money every month or, or chemistry.com or one of these sites that takes hours to fill out the profile. And then you're, you know, you are absolutely looking to get married in the next three months. (laughs) (laughs) This, this, I really do want this to be a place where you can make connections with other people and who knows, Hey, if it turns into something more personal, fantastic. But uh, that's why this is not just a dating site. Well, why are you touching on that, like uh, the money thing? Uh, okay, so w- would it cost me? Would it cost Eli? Would it cost him any money to sign up for this? I'm happily married. I am. Um, <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> disclaimer. But disclaimer. I got, I got it. I got it right here on my phone. You, oh, you already got it up. Well, what? what, what it's, would you rather yeah, read it off a phone? Would you rather the founder tell no, you? No, I would rather the founder tell me. <laughs> so, so just like pretty much all the good dating sites are free to sign up, and then you got to pay to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I want to do a lot more things, and I can't do it on a free site. I, so mm-hmm. it is twelve dollars and fifty-five cents a month to commu- you know communicate and send send and receive messages with people. Um, the the fifty-five was obviously a little tribute to Disney. Absolutely, right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not everybody picked up on that, but it's usually the non-Disney nerds, and that's how I can tell who's really a Disney fan. <laughs> <laughs> Very clever, I like uh, it. And that's it. That's it. It's you know, I I looked at, I signed up on pretty much every dating site I could find. I mm-hmm. looked at how they all operated, and this is part of that you know eight months of of work. I spent a lot of time looking at the competition, trying to understand what works, what doesn't work, mm-hmm. how they do it, and uh, ultimately I, I said I don't want this to be. Uh, you know, thirty-four dollars a month, like most of the other dating sites. I want this to be something that people can enjoy and not be freaked out about every month when they get a you know a huge bill or that they right. have to sign up for six months or a year. This is month to month. You pay your twelve fifty-five. When you decide you're done, you just you know you you cancel it and great. You're you know when you decide you want to come back, you can come back to it. Easy in, easy out kind of a thing. That's just good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I like how you do that, too. I mean, it's a really great distinguishment that you make between, okay, we're going to go ahead and cater towards people who want to just connect as, fr- as you know, fans and people who want to connect as something more than that. Because, quite frankly, adults who are into Disney that, you know, their kids have moved on or, you know, they don't have kids. I mean, there really isn't a site where you can meet up and say, hey, uh, I'm here to meet somebody who might want to share my interest permanently. Right, so, right, yeah. right. I, I, give and, you, I give you credit for this, if you don't mind, because I was looking through some of the photos and stuff. Like, I've been to f- a few online sites. And, dating sites? Yeah. And, on, you, I didn't know you were on dating well, sites. Well, I mean, like, I'm just saying, you know, I've seen it, but, like, there's always, like, a picture of, of like, somebody there who looks scary like you know they they, they do they look like they taking some they taking a selfie where their eyes all bugged out like they're gonna kill you if they go out of the date they have like something that's like you know don't talk to me unless you're serious i don't play games and like you know it's very intimidating but I, i'm just gonna say I, i'll just i'll just back off after that but i was looking through here like you know Everybody on here, they they they're smiling. They take it. They have photos that they've taken at Disney World or they've taken at other parks. So I mean, mm-hmm. it is at least uh, visually pleasing. It doesn't look as as you know as scary as the as intimidating as, as yeah. Because you you know if you go on there, and that's and that's the thing. I mean, you know, if I, you're a single guy, 
you know, if if I'm gonna, you know, pay, yeah, it's like, okay, look, she looks pleasant, you know, or that that mm-hmm. person looks happy, or that person, they have somebody there with mouse ears and they're waving. Some people <laughs> are taking pictures with Captain America and stuff like that. So, so yeah, they're, they're a lot more pleasant looking. Well, well you can, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's Disney, yeah, 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 happy, and, and I'll also say they're real. Well, one of the things yes. when I was pulling this all together is that there's a lot of there's actually a very large niche dating site software community out there there's a lot of writing about how to do it and what to do and and i came across a lot of opportunities to create fake profiles to start the site off so there wasn't one user mm-hmm. and there's a number of people that have been upset saying eh, you know there's nobody in middle of georgia and I always say, I'm really sorry. You know, we've only been open a couple of weeks. Give us a chance and, you know, check it out in a, you know, a week or a month and spread the word, you know, get it out on social media to right. your friends and, and the people that live near you. But I didn't want, I did not want to create a, you know, 10,000 or 500,000 fake profiles to make it look like we had a bunch of users. Well, not only and, that, you're not charging as much as eHarmony or anything like that. Call. I mean, you're, right. you're talking about a niche market. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's kind of a ridiculous thing to say uh, for a, a, you know a business has been in an operation for like less than a month. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't, oh, I don't fault any of the people doing that. I just I just say, hey, I, I didn't. These are all for the most part. I'm sh- I haven't actually looked, but I'm sure 99.9 percent are real people. Mm-hmm. And and that was what I wanted. So it's gonna it is gonna take a little while. It's been you know. 29 days, like I said, and as we put together more mouse meets and we come up with more uh, projects to get people to connect, uh, you know, people will keep joining. And, and right now we've had a lot of great press and it's been exciting. A lot of people have signed up, but, uh, you know, we just need a little bit more time to keep things going. And sometimes love lives in another state. <laughs> and yeah. that's part of it is, is connecting and, and having a long distance relationship. That is the joy of the Internet. That it, you it can is. It have. Hey. A lot of people do it with far less of a common interest than Disney. So yeah, I think true. if, if yeah, you're a sure. hardcore Disney fan enough that you travel you know, mm-hmm. hundreds or thousands of miles to get to a park just to go to Disney mm-hmm. and you can connect with another person that's, that does the same thing, there's right. some magic there. Exactly. Yes. And the, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't like the idea that y'all like Ashley Madison or something and y'all are guaranteeing a hookup. I mean, right. it's like, <laughs> give, it a, give it a chance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know? Patience, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is Disney. I mean, you just you're, you're connecting over mutual interest in something, not necessarily people who are looking to hook up for one thing and one thing only. Right, right. but that is like you said. I think that's cool that you have that aspect. You say, hey, do you just want to meet up at the you know at the park? Like, like you said, if if all, when we all went out, I mean, I was like the only single person, which you mm-hmm. know is fine. But like you say, if there's like a whole you know group, there's probably somebody else who's like the the straggler or something. So it's like, yeah, hey, look. We're at this wine and food tasting event. Hey, you know, come out there. And that's cool because, you know, you, you know, you can only entertain your own group for so long. Mm-hmm. So when you have that chance to go ahead and intermingle with new people, that's that's always a good thing. Yeah. So I, I'm going to um, I, I was debating whether or not to say anything, but I'm going to because this is going to happen. It's just a matter of time. One of the things that has always bothered me is I am not a guy that I don't pick up on women. I don't hit on women. It really is a, you know, that one in a thousand chance where I'm out with a group of people and I don't care if it's at a park or at a dinner party or somebody's house. You never know if that woman that you're talking to is single until she says, oh, my boyfriend or my husband. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> so something that we're working on and hopefully in the first quarter of the new year we're going to have is we're making a small like two inch buttons that will have just the Mouse Mingle logo on it, not the whole word, just the icon. 
that when you go to any Disney event or out and about, you wear the button on, you know, your hat, your shirt, whatever. And that's kind of the little green light that says, I'm single. Come talk to me. Cool. Ah, I like that. I'm a, I'm a Disney that, person. It takes that because, apprehension out of the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and everybody's not going to know what it is to start with. But eventually, if you've got that button on, that's the green light to say, hey, let's talk. I'm I'm available and I'm looking to hang out with somebody fun. So whether it's D23 or Disney World or Disneyland or Walt Disney's Barn or Marceline, Missouri, or just, you know, your local, you know, Disney store at the mall, um, the hope <laughs> is that, you know, that's a, a little bit of a symbol, a little icon that, you know, is a way to say, I love Disney. Come talk to me. Well, maybe you can create your own character like Milfy Mouse or something <laughs> to, to help bring people into it. I put a little button. Milfy the Mouse. Yeah. Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, that Rabbit would be Roger or, that would be copyrighted material. I, I but if you that one, yeah. Okay, he's I'm just trying to bring back Roger. I'm sure there are a lot of man, bring back trouble. Roger. Roger needs to come back. So sure there are a lot awesome. of MILF Disney fans out there. Just saying. So. I'm sure there are. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, no. I just soaked that one in for a second. What? Yeah, Milfy, <laughs> little MILF Disney fans. <laughs> Yeah, there are a lot of moms that are. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'll know your demographic. Ain't <laughs> nothing wrong with that. That's how it starts. I mean, hey, just like, saying. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. I think that's a. I think that's a good idea because you know this whole thing is a good idea. Yeah. It's a great. God bless you, sir. It's, really, it is. It is tough. It you know, and I, I'm, I'm sure it's. I don't know, like, what's the majority. I'm sure, like, you know, there's more, you know, like, dudes getting on there, and I'm sure, like, you know, women will, you know, get in there. I don't know about that. Actually, Dave, do you have stats or numbers or anything? Is there anything you can give us? Like, what is there? Can you give us anything as terms of total number and then ratio of men to women? Do do you know? I would think there would be more women than men. So I have, uh, sincerely, I have not done any math yet, but even when we do, we're probably not going to talk about it. Um, I have, honestly, between. Working on the backend server and trying to get software tweaks done and make sure things are running fast. I've been doing other, you know, media and working on business plans for yeah. it. I have not looked at the statistics. Um, I've got a great person, David, that's helping with the, you know, answering emails and support uh, for people. And uh, there's a, you know, there is a number of, uh, of people that are sending in uh, uh, block requests, right? Somebody or, or, flags they're flagging people because hey this person is posting something inappropriate or questionable it's great that the community is out there to say hey this isn't disney like right mm-hmm. so um so you know we're we're keeping an eye on that and making sure that the place stays safe and and hopefully you know and happy yeah you don't want it creepy i hear that no. exactly yeah. and I there's hey there's that. always going to be creepy people no matter what but hopefully with the help of the community we can you know keep an eye on those people and and, yeah, and just save that for universal <laughs> oh. <Ouch>. wow <laughs> yes yes indeed he hit that torpedo <laughs> so by the time this goes out we will have had our very first mouse meet which is uh we're we are actually doing something with disney's el capitan theater on hollywood boulevard Ooh. and adam tussauds uh, hollywood museum oh is that the star wars thing yeah so it's our very first mouse meet, and it was a great way to kick it off. We're going to try to do events, both you know Disney World, Disneyland, and uh, you know we have plans on doing. We have translation plans for Japanese and French for the site for the people in in Tokyo, oh, wow. Paris, um, and you know eventually we hope to do more co-sponsorship of events out in those places and other parts of the United States. You know Chicago is a really big Disney hub as well. 
So uh, we want to have, yeah. a, you know, we want to host or co-host events all over the place. And are you going to be traveling to the different meets and, and meeting up with everybody? Um, when the time, yeah, when time permits, I absolutely want to do that. Okay. This one is easy because I live 20 minutes from Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So uh, to getting, you know, to get to go to, I don't know if you guys have ever been to the El Capitan Theater, but it's, you know, Disney bought it many years ago. They refurbished it. It's yep, one of the, right. you know, 100-year-old movie theaters. It's gorgeous. On my and, list. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know they have a laser show before the movie and then of course it's star wars yeah, and then you get to yeah. walk across the street and uh you know celebrate new year's with a bunch of other disney fans in fact even uh i'm sure the name bob gurr is is uh, recognized by you guys he's yes. gonna come oh, yes. to uh to the new year's eve party no way <laughs> nice yes. How about that, that is awesome dude well you know okay real quick okay so you know on this show now we might end up splitting this into two shows because this interview is going a little bit longer than we'll, which is fine we'll, yeah. and that's yeah. great that's absolutely great but i was wondering i don't know uh if you've had a chance to do this i'm sure you've already seen it do you have thoughts on the new star wars movie that you feel like sharing i'll say fantastic i loved it i am I, i'm a huge movie nerd as well i love being entertained it mm -hmm. is pretty hard for me to be uh, it's got to be a really bad movie for me to be upset the last movie i walked out of was what 30 years ago it was the stupids with tom arnold i <laughs> <laughs> awful beyond that i usually can be entertained and enjoy it and yeah. honest star this star wars was amazing yeah Fantastic. i walked out of my living room when that <laughs> 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 so uh, star wars was fantastic right you loved it oh yeah I i'm excited to see it again and a few more times it'll you know it's going to be in the theater for a while mm -hmm. <laughs> so. oh yeah oh absolutely yes definitely cool uh, so let's um get some business taken care of as far as where people can find uh, the website and you know just maybe any initial financial things just anything you want to spout off about uh, mousemingle.com that you want our listeners to know well i pretty much all social media we're on facebook and twitter and pinterest and instagram periscope google plus linkedin um and of course mousemingle.com yeah uh we're working on adding more articles to the site just uh you know at some point we'll be asking for people that want to write about being single and a Disney fan or, you know, a great date idea is to, you know, when you're going to the park or if you don't live near a park, what's a great Disney date? Mm -hmm. uh, so we're, you know, working, adding more content there and just really hope that people will keep sharing the social posts, right? Sir, the more I can help you out with that, by the way. If, if you need any of my, like you, you were courteous enough to appear on our show. I can help you out with a couple of articles on those. I, I, me and my wife were, I got proposed, I proposed to her in, in Disney World and one of the, and, and we, for a long time before we had a, a kid, we, that was our goal was to find as many great restaurants we can go to. And we did romantic Disney until we had to do family Disney. So anytime you need anything on, if you're looking for any kind of article like that, I would be more than happy to write it. I have more than enough um, places that I'd like to to talk about. So awesome! And and I absolutely want you and your wife to write something. Sure. Not that, only, yeah, that'd be great. And not only us, like we're signing Eli up for this. Eli <laughs> is going to be yes. a member of Mouse Mingle. You'll be Turkey Lake sixty nine. Turkey Lake sixty nine will that's be Turkey Lake sixty nine. Mm -hmm. that, that's going to be you. Turkey Lake's the focus, and we're going to do like what, like monthly updates? Yeah, monthly updates on on how wow. things are going out there. I mean, so I mean, because oh we're in New Orleans, but we're only like what eight hours away by by car. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's very easy yeah. from Disney. I mean, we're not that far away. An hour and a half by plane. 
So uh, and, we're, and we're in New Orleans. Y'all have a New Orleans square. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> so y'all, y'all have New Orleans. Square. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> ours is a little bit dirtier than yours. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Ours is a little different. And I don't mean that in a lascivious way. I mean actually filthy. <laughs> <laughs> it smells <laughs> something terrible. Yes. Well, you know, it'll be. It would be interesting to hear how uh, New Orleans Disney fans, uh, uh, how many there are in the on the site because again you know it's a it's a new site you know give it three to six months hopefully we'll keep building our audience but it's uh, just a matter of time you know you're going to find more people near the park centers but they're everywhere if you if you randomly search on the site it is shocking to see people from the uk and france and mm-hmm. ireland and yeah. chicago and when minnesota i mean just places I really would not have expected to have so many Disney fans. There's a lot out there. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, like for Focus Far Show, yeah, we talk about the parks and everything else, but um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a musician and these two guys are visual artists and, and leads a travel agent. And so, you know, I'm involved with Disney theatrical a lot whenever they come to town. So there's that aspect of the Disney universe. There's a comic book aspect of the Disney universe through Marvel and everything else. There's, you know, of course the ice shows and just all just different kinds of things that Disney are more than just the parks to where they come out to the different areas of the world, the different areas of the country that bring that little Disney experience. I mean, even the cruise itself, yeah. you know, it's not right. the parks, but I mean, they go everywhere. Disney uh, adventures by Disney, that little vacation thing they got. I mean, yeah. you know, you take the Disney uh, uh, experience wherever you want to go, where the visit the, the Coliseum in, in, in Rome or uh, the great wall of China or whatever else. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it the, the arms of Disney are, definitely far reaching from the park. Yeah. So I can definitely see why um, you're starting to get a lot of those people. Cause you know, especially they're building the new parks around the world, you know, Shanghai is, com- is online. Hong Kong's online. Um, yeah. Just things like that. You know, there's rumors of Australia, who knows? I mean, it, everything's uh, just, it's just growing. And from the parks, of course, the rest of the Disney universe from theatrical to the comic books, to the movies, you yeah. know, it's just, it's just far reaching. So this is almost it- like mouse mingle will be like a hub for, all the Disney fans. I mean, every podcast, you know, we have our podcasters, we have all the different form discussion forums that we do, but now there's actually somewhere where we know, Hey, these are all Disney people that we can, right. there's this one site that we can all go to yep. um, and talk about whatever, you know, just Disney things related in a, in kind of like a safe Disney type manner. And just like you said, to your credit, you know, you're a Disney fan, just like Disney would himself. You're always going to plus it. You're always going to make it better. You're always <laughs> going to fix things. Things are always going to go one-on-one. You know, things are going to go come back online. <laughs> things are going to go through your refurbishment, through your website. And it's just going to just get better and better the more that you grow and the more things happen. So, I mean, Disney fans should expect and should know that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and, Disney- and that's that's my hope. Yeah. yeah. And well, and for Disney fans, this is a huge part of their life. So obviously, clearly, if they're single, this is something that they want to be able to share with somebody. So it's nice to, hey, look, it's nice to to meet somebody and to, I, I know what my wife, I had to, mm-hmm. and my wife went when she was like six. Yeah. So I had to reintroduce her to this world. Yeah. Nice. I, it, it, it's, and it was a, a joy to go ahead and do it, but it's also a joy to go ahead and share it with somebody who also appreciates something that you appreciate on, yeah. a, on, a, on a grander level. Yeah. yeah. And, Absolutely. Um, Congratulations yeah. to you on tapping into a market that, uh, to thus far, uh, to my knowledge at least, yeah. has been untapped. And just to make just to make a further comparison, it's like you know, okay, I'm a musician, uh, a state of that, and it's like uh, when you know I was going through the dating scene, it's like you know, being a musician is kind of a little bit of a different kind of a thing. The way we think, the way 
we operate and stuff, the way we live, you know, it's just, we're not nine to five. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had a teacher that said, you know, uh, I told him, Hey, I'm dating this girl. And he's like, Oh, well, is she a civilian or a musician? You know, so it's kind of (laughs) one of those things. Yeah. You know, I've dated my, not to offend anybody, but I've dated my share of of quote unquote civilians. And it's like, (laughs) they just don't get it. It's like, you know, honey, like when I go, when I go out at night, I'm not going out to party. I'm working from seven to 11. (laughs) I'm not hanging with my friends. You know, I'm not trying to avoid going to dinner with your family and stuff. You know, they they understand the life. And it's the same thing with Disney folk. It's like, we know what's going on. And who other who else would know other than other Disney folk? Well, if yeah. I'm single, th- this is a prerequisite. I mean, I don't want to have yeah. to convince somebody, oh, yeah. hey, once a year we need to go to Disney World. And they're like, why do you want to go to Disney? We just went last year. <laughs> this has got to be a prerequisite in terms That's of right. this is something that we both know. Oh, we're going to do the, we'll do Disney World and help. If we have any money left over, maybe we'll do a cruise. Maybe we'll do <laughs> you know something a little bit extra. This is a prerequisite. And so it's nice to kind of. Find that out before. And that is why Mouse Mingle is here because exactly that. I had been on the other dating sites that none of them said, are you a, Di-? they didn't even say, are you a Disney fan? Mm-hmm. They, they, and they certainly didn't say, do you have an annual pass? They didn't say how many times have you been to the park in the last year? So that was, for me, that was exactly it. I wanted to find, I want to find someone who loves Disneyland as much as I do. I, I'm not as big into the, to the movies or the theatrical things, but right. I love the park. I love mm-hmm. Walt Disney. I want somebody that is going to be excited about going to Marceline, Missouri. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, it's in yeah. the middle of nowhere, yeah. but to, to go there is something special. If you don't understand that, you know, yeah, we're going to have other things in common. We're going to date, we're going to have fun, but that's a big piece of my life. Yeah, so absolutely. I want somebody that has that same passion. Well, bless yeah. you, sir. You're doing God's work. <laughs> <laughs> no questions. Have mercy. Yeah. So yeah, uh, look, Dave. I mean, I love having you on the show, dude. We, I, I want to offer you anytime you want to come on the show to discuss anything. It doesn't have to be about Mouse Mingle. You can, of course, because um, that's your <laughs> sure. thing. But if anytime you want a platform just to kind of talk, like I said, our show, we uh, talk about anything and everything. Uh, not nothing gets held back. Um, so just anything you want to talk about, um, we're, 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 I want to offer you us as a platform for your voice. Thanks very much. And and I definitely can see that. Uh, if you guys haven't been, it would be great to do uh, uh, an interview or a visit to Marceline because that is a – you want to talk about feeling something special, that is a place to go. Well, yeah. Lee was there, but he skipped out on the – what happened, Lee? It's not enough time in the day. Not <laughs> enough time in the day. Well, uh, unfortunately, that's not Lee. That's Kylo Ren that we have on the line. What did, what did you want to say about the dark side, Kylo? Take, take, take the mask off, Kylo, so we can hear you. Where's my daddy? <laughs> Kylo, are you there? Uh, he might, he might have signal issues. Okay. Lee, well, uh, we can't understand Lee right now, but uh, he was in Marceline, and he really? was going to. I can hear you perfectly. No, we can't hear you at all. I mean, like you, you sound like Kylo Ren. You do sound like Kylo Ren right now. It's kind of, it's kind of. Now you sound like a blasphemer. <laughs> I was gonna say, don't make me laugh. My sides are hurting right now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I know. My my thing is to go to the museum first in San Francisco, yes. and then go to Marceline. Mm-hmm. Wait, have you not been to the museum? Oh no, no, that's another oh. one of my tricks. Oh man. Okay, I dare you to not cry at the end. Really. Oh my gosh! I'll for the first, four, first four times I went through, <laughs> I mean, it is—it's overwhelming. It is so wonderful and fantastic. Again, I'm a hardcore Walt fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, holy cow! That I mean, I the first four times I went through, really, I could not. Oh, see, uh, 
I choked up so bad and teared up. And then I got smart and just rushed through the last two galleries. <laughs> so, <laughs> and now I can take people through and, and I, and I sincerely honestly still get choked up, but I've been through it enough times now that it's, you know, subsided. I, again, you talk earlier, we were talking about how lucky I've been. I got to go to the museum before it was open. Um, mm -hmm. I got to help set up Walt's, uh, uh, Lily Bell locomotive at the Nixon presidential library out here in LA. Oh, man. Ago, um, and got to know the, the collections manager at the museum really had some amazing lucky experiences and it's all very special to me for sure. So that that's really what I want uh, for Mouse Mingle is I want people to be able to share those experiences with each other. Yeah. See, well, we have a thing called one man's dream over here and I get choked up at that. It's just like, oh, a little, I know. you know, oh, and I'm, just imagine I'm, going I'm, to the museum. I'd probably just go nuts. <laughs> it, sincerely. It's, it is a hundred thousand times better than that. I wow. can imagine. I can I first, imagine. Yeah. When we went, that was the one thing I said I absolutely have to go see because the first time I went to Disney World, there was no family museum. There, you know, we had Walt Disney's barn, which I volunteered yeah. at for a long time, and that mm -hmm. was from his backyard. And it's a mm -hmm. little train, Walt Disney train museum, but mm -hmm. nothing like the One Man's Dream exhibit. Uh, and which, by the way, I heard that that's going away. It, it is. is. Yeah. Uh, and I'm just about as upset about that as my pork shank, man, if not more. <laughs> you know, I was like, come <laughs> on. Toy Story on. Land is uh, taking over the yeah. not, I'm not too happy about Don't worry, Star Wars. Things are happening. They're getting a full DCA treatment at Hollywood <laughs> Studios. Hopefully it's going to go like in where Innoventions is over in Epcot or something. That's, right. that's the hope. It seems I mean, logical to me. I mean, come on. Give yeah. us a little something. If not, I just have to go out to San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, darn. Sincerely, boy, that is... I mean, San Francisco in itself is a fantastic place to visit, but mm -hmm. you can easily spend easily spend two to three hours in the family museum. And if you really want to dedicate and just relax, take the time. And there's a lot to read in there. There's a lot to feel and experience and share stories. Yeah. Uh, it really cannot say that enough. So those are great. Those would be great interviews to do as well, whether it's with, uh, you know, myself or some other, you know, other people from the museum or from, from the hometown museum in Marceline where Kay Mallins is, yeah. you know, she lives in Walt's home. She actually lives wow. in the house that Walt lived in as a child. Oh, wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that is yeah. amazing. That's unbelievable. I, I got to go into his bedroom. <laughs> Walt Disney's bedroom. Not only, not only there, but in the apartment. <laughs> uh, seriously. I, believe me, I... So one of my other, this is a, a, a fun little side website I've worked on for a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely not built out yet, but it's called findingwalt.com. Oh. It's just a, you know, basically it's set up as a Google map, a uh, pin, you know, pin map. Okay. It shows all the locations that I can find where Walt has been. Uh, that, you know, there, there's pictures, him and Lily in, in, on Disney Street in London. Yeah, um, you know, there's just a couple of those pictures, but you know, the obviously the studios out here, all of his homes, including Bane. his brother's home, you know, all those connections. I just, I, I love Dave. That's you know, a brilliant of, idea because my my dad was an Abraham Lincoln fan, and when I was younger, he used to have this thing. It was like uh, Lincoln's path to presidency. And it's like, it's like a map of all the different points of, you know, where Abraham Lincoln grew up, where he exactly. lived, the towns following yeah. all the way through to the white house, you know? And it's just like, that's a great idea that you have. So that, is this website live? It's up and running? Yeah. Yeah. It's up there. It, it, there's not out. a lot to it. So we'll post uh, it's a link, just a, absolutely. You know, one of those fun hobby sites. That's cool. No, that's, I think that's, that's really handy. So if somebody really wanted to hit, I, that's, that's a great, that's just great. I'm blown away. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask Dave a stupid question. Dave. Okay. This is a stupid question because I'm 
more than certain it's not true, but there's been a long-standing rumor here in, in Louisiana for the longest time now that Disney World was supposed to be built in New Orleans or Louisiana. Yeah, north, 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 the North Shore, yeah. Yeah, North Shore, lake, Louisiana. Yeah. Now, uh, the, the idea being that our politicians were so crooked that they had their hands out and Walt just decided to go elsewhere, but that he was a huge New Orleans fan and that was why you have a New Orleans Square over in Disneyland. Have you heard anything like this? I have not heard that. Um, I do know that he and Lillian loved New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they went there a lot. That's where the one-of-a-kind shop in Disneyland came from because mm-hmm. Lillian loved the the little shops in New Orleans. Obviously, they had you know the mayor of New Orleans came out to dedicate. Uh, you know that was a, a place Walt loved. I have I've never read uh, that I can recall anything that said that Walt wanted to build uh, build out there. I think it really came down to space. You know, Disneyland right. was a, you know, one year and a day of, of building and very, you know, fairly expensive property, even though, even considering where it was. But once they, you know, once it took off and they found out, oh, this is going to be a big deal, mm-hmm. then they started, they said, hey, we need something 100 times the size. And where can you mm-hmm. get that much land that has the right climate and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's where Orlando came from. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. I, and I would tend to know that, like, that's the kind of rumor that you hear it and it sounds like nonsense when you hear it. <laughs> but, you know, we, I remember hearing that when I was a small child. Yeah. And, and being mad, like, man, why weren't it built here? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you guys, I'm sure you've heard about, uh, was it called Freedom Land? I can't Freedom remember where that was. That was a plan that Disney had. I remember Disney's I remember. America. Um, is that what it was? The, the one that was supposed to be built in Virginia, like uh, a okay. project? Yeah. That's what it was. We did a show yeah. on it. Yeah. 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 Disney's okay. America. Yeah. We did it. We did a show mm-hmm. on that. Um, but you know, you know what, Dave, you hit upon something. And this is a project I've been wanting to work on since we started this podcast is like, I, I want to know uh, New Orleans' influence on Disney himself, Walt himself. So much so that, you know, he created, you know, he has a New Orleans square. Ralph Brennan has a little couple of restaurants out there that they run. They have uh, a couple kitchen. of, yeah, they got the Jazz Kitchen. Out here in Walt Disney World, they got a couple of thing, a couple of hotels based around Louisiana. Well, now it's called Port Orleans right. uh, in Port Orleans Riverside. It used to be Dixie Landings and Port Orleans Resort. And, you know, just have a bunch of, the, you know, Tiana, the, you know, the, the movie. Yeah. There's just so much New Orleans things in and around Disney properties. I want to I want to learn more about, okay, uh, how did he come to love this place? And, and so much so to make it part of his dream kind of a thing. I was going to say, don't forget the rescuers. Oh, yeah, the rescuers too. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So that's, that's wow. like been a research project I've been wanting to know because like, mm-hmm. Why New Orleans Square? Why not like another town? You know, like why not the Big Apple thing or why not, Washington you know? D.C. Oh, yeah. Washington yeah. D.C. It's like you know why New Orleans? I mean, I know what's we know what's unique about New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's hard enough for a lot of us to move away, you know, and even if we do move <laughs> away, eventually we come back because um, it's just that uniqueness, you know. It's just, it's the uniqueness, not unlike you know the Disney thing itself, but it's I'm curious to know what you know what kind of grabbed him to say. I got to have a New Orleans square in this park. I, I'm thinking pirates. I'm thinking Haunted Mansion. I got to have that look yeah. in my park. Mm-hmm. Build it, you know? I, I am completely with you. I, I guess I'm actually a little embarrassed. Being keep, I keep saying I'm a big Walt Disney fan, but nothing comes to mind. And But he clearly had a passion for New Orleans. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. where does that come from? What's the connection? Mm-hmm. I can't think of anything. Mardi Gras. Got to be Mardi Gras. That's the only place you can have pirates and all kind of craziness yeah, and squares and food in the same place. Oh, absolutely. 
I mean, all of it's. I mean, all of it's here. There's we got ghosts, we got pirate legends and lore and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, we got the architecture, the influence, the culture, kind of food. We, we're <laughs> a huge part of you know uh, American history. I mean, you know, we had yeah. to purchase and such. I mean, yeah. But I want to find documentation and stuff that, if any, and like, I mean, don't be embarrassed because I haven't found anything either, and I've been doing this for a while. It's like. Oh. Been trying to ask people along the way. It's like, why? Why New Orleans? You know, It'll be like national wow. treasure or something. You got to go on this like, <laughs> big know. expedition, you know, around the world and stuff. Yeah, I have to find Nick, you know, Nick Cage. I am, <laughs> he lives as, you can imagine, too, as you can imagine, I'm super crazy busy now with Mouse Mingle, mm-hmm. but I'm going to shoot off a couple of emails because. Uh, there's a few people that might be able to give me give some give us some hints on that because honestly be that would be a great addition to the findingwalt.com website and help you you know maybe yeah. you can write an article for those locations or that information for that site absolutely, absolutely. yeah definitely yeah be my Nick Cage man <laughs> <laughs> let's find the answers to this man let's trace this path but. Anyway, Dave, man, thanks, dude. I appreciate you coming. It's been, like I said, it's been if anything to talk about your website. Just talking dizzy with you, dude. It's been just a bit of hoot to talk with somebody that's been working in the parks that has the same passion as us. That you know, we like I said, we could probably. Uh, like you said, we could probably talk about this for the next three, five hours, but then it'll be yeah. like tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Dave, it's been an honor to interview you on the on the while you're still on the ground floor of something special before you become too big to talk to podcasts like us. <laughs> That'll never happen. I always want to talk to you guys. It has been such a pleasure talking to you guys. I've talked to a lot of people in the last month, and this has been, I'll have to say, probably the most fun because you guys are asking great questions and we're having a good conversation. Yeah, it's fun. Well, we appreciate Thank it. You, like man. I said, yeah, uh, Magic Our Way podcast will can always be a forum for you if you have anything to say, anything to uh, to speak on pot, about anything, basically. So and if you, you ever feel that to you, yeah, and if you ever feel like coming on the show just for one show only, to, just to give a couple of those old stories that you used to do while on tour, we'd love for that because there's a lot of Disney World fans out there that are not educated when it comes to Disneyland, and we do our best, but we. We don't. We're not there as much. <laughs> I want. I want to do that virtual tour, man. I want. I, I want to have Dave back on when he's not so, too terribly busy and just like oh, take us be, take us on a tour, my man. He's Let's gonna go. be busy. But when when you get free, when you get bored, when you're slumming it, you give us a call. <laughs> you guys, hey, well, you guys come up with individual segments for you know certain areas or certain questions or certain uh, stories, and yeah, we can jump on for half an hour. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, Dave, Sweet. thank you very much. We definitely appreciate it. We'll post all the links to your website and also your little side project because I know that would be, that'd be interesting to me. Yeah. I, I want to keep track and see how that develops. And, thank you. Uh, Thanks. Yeah, I encourage all the weekends and all the visitors to the Magic Our Way podcast. Give, check it out, man. Mousemingle.com. Thanks, thank Dave. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Yeah, thank you, have you a man. Good, man. We'll see you. All An right. absolute pleasure. guys i hate to bring this show to an end because it was a lot of fun talking with dave man he was such so full of knowledge uh especially on the west coast stuff man since things that we we're not too familiar with but it was great talking with him and we hope to have him uh regularly on the show as much as we can uh, as much as if he's not too busy or too big you know he gets too big and it's before like, he uh, blows up before he blows up and it's like oh those guys i can't talk to them they're too small <laughs> but anyway um but yeah it was great mousemingle.com man is the best place you could find to find a mate in the disney fan universe and it's safe Dave is always good. <laughs> it was always good, yes. Um, but anyway, guys, talking about us, the Magic Hour podcast, man, www.magicarway.com is the best way to find everything regarding us. You can find ways of communication. You can find our social media links. You can find our RSS feeds, find out where, a little bit more about your hosts, get a little bit more information about the show, some, some detailed show notes. 
Uh, but anyway, guys, to communicate with us, magicourway@gmail.com is the best way to email us if you want to do. We'll get that. We'll read it on the air, put it on the show. Uh, if you want to leave a message, you happen to be surfing our website. If you want to leave a message, on the right-hand side is a little widget, speak pipe widget. Click that, record your message, click it again, and it sends it right to us, y'all. It's very, very easy. Or if you want to do that, man, you want to use your mobile device or landline phone or whatever you got to communicate via voice, you can call or text us at the number 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. That is 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. 669-4226, guys. And so also social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google, Google+, Instagram. And also you can download us on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, and uh, hopefully eventually some other platforms which we'll release in the near future. So guys, uh, give a couple of the hosts a chance to promote their wares. Lee, you are a member of a travel agency that's super duper quadruple platinum uh, Twinkie loving, just awesome earmarked, earmarked uh, Mickey ear bar, just turkey loving, lamb shank loving. Woo! Package, package stimulating. <laughs> Alligator shoes. Package stimulating. Travel yeah. agents, package stimulating, budget massaging. <laughs> Woo! 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 Lee, what you got? <laughs> yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, <laughs> Does that work? Is that it's a good description? Yeah, I think that, okay. that's good, man. I'll, I'm going to have to extend the name of the, uh, the Facebook page here. and add all that in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, guys, so if you are looking to make a trip and uh, to the world, uh, we still got the spring discount going on. Um Good time to sign up for maybe a summer vacation. You got that 180 window coming up. Um, whatever you need, just give me a call. Uh, you can give me directly at 832-570-5490. Is the uh, dump truck backing up to your house? What the hell was that? It's bringing me a, a bunch of Disney money is what they're doing. <laughs> it's uh, all about travel. I'm telling you, you I get heard. this guy, you get a plane, you get truck. <laughs> this guy's got his own soundtrack. Plane, trains, and automobiles. He's got right. his own soundtrack. But you platinum, the vehicles come to you. Was it just? Did y'all hear the beep beep yeah. beep? Oh, yeah, I heard oh. the beep beep beep. Yeah, absolutely. All right, man. It's beautiful. So, how can they get in touch with you, Lee? Uh, call me directly eight three two five seven zero five four nine zero. You can email me at lee at magicrway dot com. Uh, hit up the Facebook page at facebook dot com slash lostovica travel. L a s t o v i c a travel. And every book, uh, a little bit from every booking goes to what? Girl Power to Cure. That's a uh, organization that's working to find a cure for Rett syndrome. So, awesome. uh, it's all going to a good place. Yeah, so you're going to a good place, and some of your money is going to another good place, guys. There you go. That's a win, win, win. And when yes. you hear that beep, beep, beep noise in the Las Vegas household, that's that the means, rest of your money going to. <laughs> I was going to say that means <laughs> Mrs. Las is backing that thing up. Hey. Hey. That thing up. What you backing up? Yeah, all right. Yeah, I can book it right. Yeah, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make the trip right. Yeah, <laughs> budget right. Yeah, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that's none other than our comic guru Eli. Eli, I would tell the Mohicans what you got going on. Oh man, um, just uh, pushing the Project Geisha train forward. Um, still working on the website, but as a stopgap, uh, made a Facebook uh, Geisha page. So I'll post up some art there. Uh, kind of gauge reaction, see if you guys like it. So while you're going on your Disney trip and you want something to read on a plane, 40 pages, full color, got some cool artwork in it, Project Geisha, uh, fearless. So, uh, yeah, you can go to the Facebook page, just, you know, type in Project Geisha fan page and uh, it'll pop right up. And uh, please, 
You know, uh, if you have any inquiries about it or you're like, hey, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? Uh, feel free to chime in. And guys, lastly, to support the show, man, there's a couple of ways, man. If you go to our website, there's an Amazon link. Before you do your shopping on Amazon, click on that link. It'll take you right back to Amazon. Every little bit of your purchase kind of bounces back to us and it helps us out. Mm. Also, you can buy some t-shirts. We got some awesome t-shirts with our logos on it. And lastly, you know, you can just give us money. <laughs> I've said that in several shows before, but if you don't want to just straight up give us money, you can give us a sponsorship, man. We're always looking for sponsors. People support to show we'll advertise it for you right here man we do great advertising man we'll, we'll promote the dickens out of this thing whatever you got going on so just let us know man every little bit helps the magic our way podcast you we will never it. offend us with cash you will never offend us with cash guys. all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll rub your dickens what would you call it what <laughs> we do what with the dickens rub, rub what, what the we're doing with the dickens <laughs> oh we'll promote we the dickens do? out of it oh yeah <laughs> man, i was gonna say wow uh, <laughs> I don't remember talking about no dickens. We'll, we'll promote your dickens for money. Yes. yes. There you go. And Leo massage the budget. And mm-hmm. Eli, well. I'll draw it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to add to that. <laughs> you're the mouse mingle guy. You're, you're going to be That's on. right. Yeah. You're the dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're going to be setting up your account. So, so, so this is for a hub for that, guys. He's we're the setting dude. up Eli's account. He's the dude. Ooh. Awesome. So, guys, on that note, my name is Kevin. And the dude will abide. I'm Danny. <laughs> Magic out. guys here we are on the magic our way podcast and we're sitting here talking to a person who's developed a service that'll be very beneficial to a lot of us disney fans well maybe not any of us on the show except for maybe eli because eli's probably the only single guy on well, the show definitely eli. well definitely eli. he is the only single guy on the show there's no there's no if ands or buts there. that i am he is the only single man who shows this could be very beneficial to you and then past shows and stuff we've been uh um you know talking about eli and him being single <laughs> <laughs> Can we wait for Doc Holiday there to <laughs> finish hocking up the lungs? Okay, that was a great, that was a yeah. great callback right there. Yes, yes. Doc Holiday. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah, yeah. You all right there? Yeah, I'm good. Just right. Luckily, I know how to use the mute button. Yeah, no, that's that's good. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That's funny. I took us out of the flow. All right, whenever you're ready. I'm sorry. Okay. Um,